Can long development cycles hurt games and kill excitement? Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Triangle Squared. Lucky number 15. Saul's back. I'm back. (laughs) Lucky number 16. If you couldn't tell. Hold on, what's the new saying, Saul? Is Is it lucky number still? We no, it's always lucky number. Lucky number sixteen. Okay, but we just started that with the, in the, when we got 16. to the uh, to the teens. <laughs> we we started that with the teens. Sixteen teen. It's the okay, same. but hold on, that's fine. What do we do when we get into the twenties? Lucky number twenty. <laughs> it's still gonna. It's always gonna be lucky. Hold number. on, I thought that we had. Every, I no. thought that we had decided it was gonna be a different plate of food. You decided. Fine. I was gonna say we're fine. all every fine. episode's lucky because they're all. Lucky episode. Because we still alive, bro. Got them zombies. We still nips. alive. Yeah, well, Saul's, Saul's back from the dead, actually. Uh, he didn't Barely. like it. It was a bad vacation for him. So, instead of screwing around for too much more. <laughs> what have you been playing? We really haven't talked a whole lot this week. We kind of say that sometimes, even though we kind of jargon on and off, but literally haven't spoken that much. I haven't talked to you since I came and got the. Well, I guess I texted you once. When you came and got the mic? When I came and borrowed the mic from you. Uh, well, okay. What was that, Saturday? Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. I um, have no idea what day that was. <laughs> yeah. Because we ended up having to record on Sunday. Uh, anyway, so let's see. Well, since I've last seen you, I played a, a, a Platinum Crash Bandicoot. I saw that. I saw that on Twitter. Um, and I'm working my way towards 2, but somehow everybody talks about how hard Crash Bandicoot 1 is. 2 is the one I had the most time with. I think we've talked about that before. It's yeah. the one I played the least of. Dude, that game is is killing me. I, I was gonna say it's a little bit. Don't wrong. Less I'm, at the very, I'm at the very end, but I, I, I'm about to beat the game. But what I can't understand is how I'm supposed to go back and get the time trials for these levels. Oh, is it that hard, dude? There's well, two levels in particular because I never got to them because I never beat two uh, in my in my childhood or just back in the day. I really like one and three, uh, and just I guess two. I ended up not caring too much about because I never played enough of it. Right. But uh, the two jetpack levels where you're in space and yeah. you have a little jetpack, dude, they are so hard to control that I can't. I don't know how I'm going to be able to fly through those levels with. I, I, and dude, like, get, I have get a to good be. Time. I have to be so slow not to die on those levels. What was it? Crash two or Crash three that had the underwater levels. Oh, the underwater that was three. Was uh, it? Yeah, okay. yeah. Where you had the and little, like little currents, and you had... could get on the little fish jet ski thing. Yeah, yeah. Those three. were fun levels. That was three. Those, those are fun levels. Oh, there's a lot. Um, and it's weird, man, because so much of two people talk about two like it's so much better than one, and I guess it is from a pacing standpoint. Uh, but it's it's really like if you just take all the ideas from one and just change them. Like, okay, you rode a hog in the first game. Well, guess what, boy? Now you're riding a polar bear. <laughs> and then to be fair, the third game does that too. Because now you're riding. <laughs> three horn or whatever they're called triceratops a triceratops <laughs> triceratops <laughs> three horn sorry I'm thinking the of before, before time I, I oh, just yeah. call it Sarah tree stars um, alright so um, yeah I played that and I, I talked about last episode where I jumped back into my annual playthrough of Kingdom Hearts 1 um, and I've been bouncing between it and Crash Bandicoot 2 so those are like kind of my, my back and forth games uh, I haven't been able to play as many games this week as uh, as other recent weeks um, but I'm probably, I'm a, I was just leaving, uh, I got through with Deep Jungle, so Tarzan in Kingdom Hearts 1. Yep, yep. Uh, and that's about it. Great levels. Yep. So what have you been playing? Because I know you've been a little more all over the place. I ended up, I know one thing you've been playing. I have skipped over 12 for the time being. My pre-order's still there, but I'm not picking it up. 
probably until next week I get paid and then I have the money but I was like I'm just starting Kingdom Hearts too many games I could, yeah and I don't really need to buy it because I haven't even beat the Surge you have it so, oh wait what said so you have the Surge oh and yeah I never even beat it mediocre um, it's not so, near as good as Lords of the Fallen but no, it's still not bad it's I didn't think so, at least. But uh, so I've been playing Elite Dangerous. Okay. It's a great game. Um, I actually had an experience in that game that I don't know if if I can compare it to another kind of experience. So it's very, very. Have you ever heard of a game called uh, Truck Simulator? No. Where you drive like a truck around and you have to keep everything like you would a normal truck. It's a game. It's a very comfy game. Okay? Hold on. You got to keep everything like you would a normal truck? Yeah, like you have to make sure you you keep gas in your truck, your speed's under the speed limit, you know, your weight's all fine and good. It's literally a truck simulator. Like a, like a, I want to say it's Euro Truck Simulator. Like an 18 wheeler? Like an 18 wheeler. Okay, okay. Um, and you got your, like, your little radio and stuff. So Elite Dangerous is the same. Elite Dangerous is very, very simulation heavy. Well, what you would think a spaceship game would be. Well, it's you know, great. No Man's Sky was kind of like that, but from a more survival aspect. But you know, you had so many things. It's like, okay, you got to refuel your suit. You got to refuel this. You got to have enough energy in your weapons. You got to have all this stuff. It was it's like, kind of like that, but it, it it feels more realistic to me. Um, so oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I ran into this experience. I picked up a cargo mission. So uh, I got all my cargo space in my ship full. Did not know that that would weigh you down, which means that your fuel would run out between jumps quicker. Okay. So I'm sitting over here and I'm plotting out my whole entire expedition through the galaxy map. Didn't know. There's like an acronym people use called KGB foam. They say, imagine like Putin sitting in a bubble bath. Yeah. These are planets that you can go to that have stars that will refuel you. um, And they'll have space stations. Okay. Every time you jump to a system, doesn't guarantee that's going to have a space station there for you to get gas. I ran out of gas. So here I am in space without (laughs) gas. And so I'm sitting here, and then all of a sudden, my oxygen meter's running out. So I'm like, okay, I have to Google, like, how do you get gas in the middle of nowhere? Like, what do you do? Uh, because I was going to lose my ship. I'd have to eject, which is self-destruct. I'd have to, I didn't have the credits to buy a new ship, I, and I'd lose the cargo, which would fail the mission, which had a fine on it, which I'd have to pay the fine to. Okay, so one second. And this is like, because I haven't played in any of this game. I haven't downloaded it at all. Um, a, how much is it? It's 30 or 60 If you buy the $60, you get the Horizon version. That's where you land on planets. You can't walk on planets. You'll land in an like, exploration vehicle and drive around. Weird. Yeah. Okay, secondary. I got the $30 one. What happens if you die? Is there permadeath? Or, no, like, like you said, your oxygen meter is running No, if low. you die, what happens is that Does basically it reload your ship something? blows up, and then you have to pay your insurance on your ship. If you can't buy that, then you have to have a new ship. Well, I'm saying, but you said your oxygen meter is running. So can you, can your character die, or is it just your ship blowing up? It's pretty, I'm pretty sure it's just your ship blowing up, because I didn't let that happen. Because what I did was I Googled, what do you do when there's no gas? Okay. C- come across this, <laughs> this little community called Fuel Rats. Okay. Somebody literally jumped online, added me on PS4, flew out to my location, and gave me fuel. To get me out of there. He he pulled up in his ship, and he's like, all right. He's like, can you go to your right-hand terminal? And I was like, sure. And he's like, see all those things over there, all these modules? Turn all those off, because those are all consuming power right now. And he's like, that's what you don't want to do. He's like, so turn all this off. And then he gave me fuel. And then he, he had me open up the galaxy map, and he showed me how to use it, basically, and how to plot, how to get gas and stuff. It's fantastic. It's so. Ex- I'm not gonna count the game out, but it sounds like it's too much for me. No, it's in great. this particular time. It's great. It's the perfect game to like sit there and listen to a podcast to while you fly around, and then all of a sudden, you know, you may get attacked and you have to engage in some combat, which is something No Man's Sky didn't have that I wish it did. It, it did have combat. To be fair, 
ship combat? Yes, it did. From random NPCs in space? Yes. Did you never get... You did not play that game as near as long as you said you did. No, I did. I, I do remember what you're talking about now, though. There I mean, was you're pirates. Out. Yeah. This and then they like were that. pretty hard. No, this ain't like that. Do you remember No Man's Sky? Like, when they're like, you could join factions. That never happened. That's in this game. Where you're flying. And I mean, like, a conflict zone. Like, attack. Like, where you're flying through, and then all of a sudden, you see a high conflict zone. And you're like, what? Should I avoid it? No. Then there's, like... 15, 20 enemy ships that are there fighting each other. And then they're like, oh, there's this new guy. Let's kill him too. But yeah, I do remember No Man's Sky, like where you're flying out every now and then. If you, you accidentally set off some sentinels, which are sentinels that can Oh, shoot. no, 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 no. Not even that, because the, these are just space pirates. No, no, I know. I was saying that you can accidentally shoot the sentinels instead of the place, or sentinels, whatever they're called, instead, sentinels, of the, yeah. instead of the space pirates. And then you got them against you plus space pirates, because that happened to me. I never I shot, saw like, the space either, pirates were always when I was out of orbit, and, I, and you don't see signals either, out of orbit. I either shot from when I played. I don't. Remember. I either shot like the space station in No Man's Sky. Okay, and I'm pretty sure that set signals against me, and then there was a pirate against me as well. Something like that happened. Maybe. That happened in the first night. Um, but other than Elite Dangerous, I have been playing Final Fantasy Twelve as of yesterday. Okay, did the good old dusty uh, farm. Got to level twenty in the first two hours. Love breaking Final Fantasy games that way, even though that's not really breaking it. Um, just a fun little farm you could do. If you do start, let me know. I'll let you know how to do it. It's pretty easy. Okay. If, you, uh, if you're interested in grinding for a couple hours to get to level 20. The cool you, thing so is... grinding for a couple of hours in a game that's already like 100 hours? Yeah. Well, the cool <laughs> thing about the, uh, Final Fantasy 12 is that you do this when it's only Vaughn in the party, mm-hmm. and then you get all your other party members, and then the level you are. So you start off OP. Pretty much for early game, you're starting off. I mean, this in is areas. what I'm doing in Kingdom Hearts right now because I'm playing in proud mode, like I was telling yeah. you. So I'm, and I'm late doing... game, late game twelve. You might want to be kind of higher up there. Yeah, some of them. Same in Kingdom Hearts. I'm not gonna spoil anything because you know the game just came out and people haven't played it yet. There, there's a surprising amount of people who've never played that game it's, who are picking this one up. I was telling, I was telling Reptar GameStop top five, five uh, Final Fantasies for certain. It's uh, probably four or five, but it's up there. It's really fun. So here's what I want to say though. And, and and then we can get off of the game topic, I guess, because I, I want to talk about one other thing before we go into everything else go um, after this. So I just wanted to say that Final Fantasy twelve, its entire mission statement was, how do you be a Final Fantasy game and be different? The game is so different in, in it is. so many ways. I don't wrong. It's still like it's still an RPG. And some of the, like, like they always said that you could tell that um, Bosch or Bothier was going to be the main character. You could kind of see that. Okay, so what what I want to go with on like this Bond, is that though. you always well, and you crap all over Final Fantasy fifteen for being different, but you have no problem with Final Fantasy twelve being different. No, because Final Fantasy fifteen they have Power Ranger suits. We're, they not, have we're a, not talking about that right they now. Have a, we're talking a about how garbage. how that game has got to be weird when when twelve came out. Twelve was weird for Final Fantasy. Now hold on. Now I'm talking about weird as in DLC and stuff. I didn't have a huge issue with the the story or gameplay of fifteen. I'm talking about the weird crap it does with add-ons outside of the game. Well, then that makes it feel like I mean, compare base game and a to mobile base game, game and thinking. a movie. Oh yeah, but that's just a universe, man. Final Fantasy Seven did that too. You have a problem with Final Fantasy Seven? No, I don't. But they didn't have DLCs that got added onto it and stuff. Hip. And it oh, got, crit. It got Advent Children like eight years after the game came out. <laughs> or a lot longer than that, actually. It might have been a decade. Um, it was like 2006 or something like that. Oh, yeah, so almost a decade. Because um, 7 came out in 97 or 98. 7. I want to say 8 was 98. Or it might have been 99. No, 99 was... Um, it was either 99 or 2000 was 9. Because okay. they, they were coming out really quickly. That's like, yeah, that's 7, like, I 8, never 9 were... Dude, 9... 
amazing. I hear nine's one of the best. Nine's so good. Uh, okay, well, okay. The, the I, other thing I will say though that twelve does a more of a military style story better than fifteen does. Way better. Well, fifteen's not military. Yeah, well, they try to incorporate that kind of well, stuff in but, there, being but like it's the not king, a real, yeah, and but it's having just, like fighting against soldiers, and then having these two like empires at war with each other. Twelve did it better. I mean, I'm, but twelve is not as much about personal story as whereas you know it's funny for as much as fifteen's trying to or for as much as fifteen yes has all those elements. It's not. It's more trying to be a story about these four people and how all this is affecting them. Whereas that's not really what twelve is about. Twelve is really about two warring factions. Yeah, and I see. I couldn't. I couldn't muster up enough empathy or care for any of these people in fifteen. Uh, the only person's Gladius, Gladiolus, whatever. I, I just, eh, I don't care about him. I like Ignis. Something about him, he's just got that weird thing. And I actually really like Prompto. Prompto's cool. He's probably the most charismatic. Prompto was charismatic one of those. Character. It was one of those weird things where he was so kind of cringy the way he talked and had humor. Then all of a sudden, he's super, super serious in a third-person shooter add-on. Well, that's because of the crap that happens at the end of the game that you haven't even got to, so you don't know about. Isn't the third-person shooter add-on before the game? What do you mean? Third person add on the add on for uh, Prompto is before the game, isn't no, it? No. It's a sequel. It's, yeah, it takes place afterwards. It's this whole universe. It's it's about look. It's about Prompto because he figures out some really important stuff about himself that he didn't know. Uh, that, oh, is he the new king or something? N- no, uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to go into. It. I'm not going into the spoiler. Uh, but he fi- he figures out some stuff about himself, and basically this is him going out to try and understand, trying to understand more about himself and his past. Um, it's it's interesting, but. Or his origins, I guess, would be the best way to say it. Okay, my other thing I want to talk about, you're talking about Elite Dangerous over here and the fact that it has multiplayer in it. Right. Um, okay, so what we what I loosely messaged you about the other day and then we talked about a little bit when you first got here is No Man's Sky and the possibility of it adding multiplayer. Yeah. I, I re- so for those of you who don't know, I'm going to give them this kind of spill real quick. Okay. Uh, there's been stuff going on. There's an alternate reality game that's going on called like something Waking Titan or something like that uh, that they did. They sent out some tapes to some community ma- uh, leaders and stuff. Uh, and Wait, who is they? Uh, Hello Games did. They sent this stuff. To, so they, oh. they're kind of the ones behind all this. This happened a while back. Well, this getting like basically people have continued to go down until they go to this website called like Titan Waking or Waking Titan, something like that. Um and there's a thing that's saying that there's going to be 10,000 level four Atlas codes sent out to people uh, for beta or some crap like that. So basically what people are, are thinking is that there's going to be a relaunch, a relaunch of the game with the multiplayer that it actually lacked at launch that everybody thought it was going to have. So what I want to talk about is the idea, you know, so you're talking about your stuff with elite dangerous and maybe that's cool, but in your mind, and I just, this is coming from me knowing you. This isn't me saying that one's better than another right. uh, on a surface level. I'm saying that knowing you, I feel like if No Man's Sky does what it looks like it's prepping to do, No Man's Sky is going to be more of the game for you than Elite Dangerous. See, and that's because – I mean, go ahead. Did you, did you well, I was going to say that's partially true. Um, because Elite Dangerous, the planet exploration is only in these little exploration vessels, these like little vehicles that you get put on the ground. Okay. I like that first-person mining and the first-person gunplay and stuff that – no Man's Sky, you know, has. Yeah. So it depends on how much of the game is fixed, I guess is the way I could put it, or is different from when I played it last. Okay, so me and you have talked about this a little bit in the past, is that 
the game has been updated a lot since we quit playing it. Right. Yeah. Like the whole and you quit playing it before. I did. Base building now. And there's um, vehicles you could drive. Yeah. There's there's vehicles. There's freighters so that you can send your stuff to and from your freighter to your, from your ship and like basically inventory management is a lot better because inventory management you spent too much time in the inventory. Yeah. You spent too game. much time managing um, the, ma- the inventory management. It's ridiculous. So with that being said, oops. What happened? Now I'm caring about dumb stuff. Oh. Don't worry about me. Uh, he's centering out the little centerpiece. I'm just going to go ahead and move it that way. <laughs> I hate you so. Anyway. Audio listeners ain't going to know what we're talking about. <laughs> did, did you notice I called you seven foot six last episode? Because I, I said yeah, audio listeners. Because Blaze shaved off his beard or whatever, you know. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> going back to No Man's Sky, uh, with everything that looks like they're setting up, I think that it's perfect for making a game that's fun with other people. And here's the thing. I don't think that No Man's Sky would have benefited actually at, at launch from being able to be multiplayer. Because is it really any more fun to go from planet to planet mining and, and then going to planet to planet and mining? It, it's not. The, it, it's really, it's not. Well, see, and here, Unless the it's thing. the feeling of that you're doing it with somebody at least and you can get in a party with them. But you're just wasting time. So I think the game has set itself up to be a much more successful online game now because with everything they set up, why would they care? Why would you care about bases? Why would you build a base? I mean, yeah, it's fun. It's just something to do. If you couldn't do it, if you um, only did it by yourself. Exactly. So I think what they're prepping to do, they've added freighters. They've added base building. They've added vehicles on land for you to drive around and stuff like that. Um, with all that being said, I think that if they in, if they introduce multiplayer soon, uh, and they introduce it in such a way to where all these things interact in a way, so it's like you know you can build bases and your bases can get attacked. Uh, and I think I, the idea I really like, and it's something they kind of talked about, but you thought it was going to be NPCs, but you know you saw in the in the pre-release stuff before the game ever came out, like big freighter ships and like a lot of ships going around. Can you imagine yeah, if that was? At, can you imagine factions. having it to where it's a, it, that's a player's freighter? Yeah. Now see, that's that. and he's upgraded his freighter to the point where he's like a big, he's like the top dog businessman. And and, and think about it, there's a game I used to love playing. is a it's an MMO called Silk Road Online, uh, yeah. and there were jobs. And what, the thing I loved about it is that there, there was three jobs in that game. Uh, and once you get to a certain level, you can start doing jobs. You can be a thief, you can be a merchant, or you can be a hunter. Uh, and when you're no, no, you're just describing Elite Dangerous very easily, very closely. <laughs> so, and, and yeah, exactly. But the the point of what I loved about it is that so the merchant is somebody who just takes stuff in their ship and starts transporting it. A okay. courier, exactly. Elite Dangerous, okay, exactly. And then the thief is just the the person a who pirate. goes and they make their money by being able to successfully steal from a merchant, right? Okay. So, and then what the point of the hunter is, the bounty is hunter, the, mer- <laughs> the, the merchant hires hunters to protect them on their routes. Oh, okay. So that's a little different. So that was that was the triangle. So is it, that every job had a had a direct. So you're saying a, if No Man's Sky had this, it'd be you think, think it'd it. be more. Think successful. about it. You get to a point where you're just afraid of you're the big guy. Okay, I'm gonna be the merchant. I'm gonna get this stuff, and this time I'm gonna make a lot of money. I'm gonna get a bunch of credits by delivering this stuff from one area to the next. All I don't right? know, man. I'm gonna hire me a group of four hunters or whatever you want to call them you know bodyguards yeah. basically ship guards and then you know you have pirates and people who want to be the, the the space pirates or thieves or whatever and then they all come up and like that's that's the multiplayer dude could, what a dope multiplayer aspect it, see i love that idea it could be that like that that elite dangerous you could already kind of do that almost to a t well yeah but i mean i like the ability of being able to attack other people's bases and stuff and i mean and yeah, i'm talking about that, get that out is, on foot and actually do this yeah stuff. That's now, that would about. be really really cool now um 
I, and it'd be even more cool. And I don't remember. I don't think this is going to happen. But what if you could like you 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 can breach the hull of the freighter and then get out of your ship in the freighter and run through and like fight people that are like Star Wars Battlefront two or whatever. Like, dude, I don't like care. The original Star Wars Battlefront two. I don't you know, care. You just, fly in from space. You, you into break space. in. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Whenever you're doing ship things, yeah. You just you get in and then once you're in there, you just start killing the people who are trying. Or you know whatever. Yeah. I just think that idea is cool. Even if it's that like freighters have robots on them and they're all NPC controlled. See, I just like the idea. And my whole thing is with multiplayer is and I said it to you when you texted me about it is that as long as there is a way to party up or matchmake or well, I feel like there'd have to be people. because like have to be yeah. if it relies on the old multiplayer model it had of which is a synchronous which is way yeah, different which is finding people online and stuff I don't think there's gonna be a huge player base um because I think a lot of so many people are going to be burnt by it that they're not going to go. And that, you know, re esteem. Bigger it, question is you're saying it's going to be a big player base. Is it not more telling to you that they're saying they're going to send out 10,000 invites? There's, that's got to be relatively People exclusive. may not accept those invites. <laughs> hold on, hold on. But this is, uh, no, these are the 10,000 invites or whatever are only for people who have done this alternate reality game. You have to go through that and fill out this form and do some other crap for it to even get the invite. It doesn't just go but to they random. May not, hold on, but it doesn't go to random people. So obviously, the people who are doing this are people who care. But they, but do they know they're doing it for No Man's Sky? Or do they think they're no, doing no, no. it for they, something they, else? No, they know the stuff came from Hello Games, and it, it's tied in with No Man's Sky. Because I remember, wasn't this like a riddle they sent out before the game launched? Too? No, 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 no. This was something. I remember they sent. I remember seeing this is something a they sent out a couple months ago. Some tapes of some weird stuff, and it was like alternate reality. So it was. I don't know. We're spending a lot of time on this. Yeah, so I'm sorry about and that. you know, if it if it does come back, I just love the idea. If it and blows No back Man's up, Sky deserves, in my opinion, I think the No Man's Sky and Hello Games, I think that they deserve this redemption chance. But if they don't do it now, and if they don't get it right, then they they deserve all of what they've got because they they've had all this time to work on it, work on it, work on it, and, they, and they're making the game better for the people playing it. And I can't, I can't, even if this doesn't end up being what we want it to be, I can't necessarily knock them for that. But if they go and try and release some form of multiplayer and it just falls flat because they didn't support it the right way, if, then I mean it's and again if they announced it's for the players to determine whether it was good or bad. But. Yeah, and if they announced a player model similar to this, where multiplayer, you know, job classes, factions, uh, base attacks, PvP, and then they announced a thirty dollar price drop, then yeah, or a thirty dollar price point, then yeah, I'd pick it up again. I could uh, see forty. Mm, Personally, I'd have to if, if it was forty, I wouldn't buy it again on the like the launch of that patch or whatever. And it also depends if they're going to try to sell this as an expansion or not. Because if they do, that's an automatic no for me. I don't. I'm not I buying the game and then an expansion. I don't for think it. they would. I mean, um, anything's possible. But if 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 they announce this as a free update, you know, this is the stuff we promised that we left out, and then here it is, and I could pick the game up for thirty bucks. And if it really works well, and there's no glitches and stuff like the original game, or no crashing like in the original game, then I'd pay forty dollars for it. Okay. But it would have to drop by the wayside when Destiny Two comes out. That's for certain. Well, I mean, but yeah, that's his priority on your side. Right. I got yeah. you. I mean, I understand. But yeah, I'd probably pick it up again. Okay. Maybe. Well, we spent enough time doing this. Possibly. So, in case Skeptical. you are joining us for the first time, uh, this is Triangle Squared. Uh, how many minutes is this into the episode? Twenty a, minutes. I didn't put a timer uh, so a while. Yeah. Okay. So this is Triangle Squared, a PlayStation centric podcast. Uh, I'm your host Brent Beck, and alongside me, your other host, Mr. Saul Bridges, back from the dead. I'm back. Hashtag zombie. If this nits. is your second episode. I'm the actual host, the last guy. <laughs> he uh, he was he was he was gratefully filling in for us and did a great job. Yeah, but he did, if you did, did tune in for the first time last, I love last episode, and you're like, I love. I also loved our pacifist fighting game idea. Did yeah, you? that was yeah. Uh, was what a funny. great, what a great. Uh, idea. But if uh, if you tuned in last episode for the first time and you're like, hey, I like that dude on stage left, then uh, I'm sorry, but 
he was temporary. <laughs> or stage right. Stage How right. do we... Yeah, stage right. It'd be stage right. Uh, anyway, so we post to YouTube every Monday at uh, 10 a.m. Central Time. Pacific. Ten, or tw- Noon Central. There we go. Noon Central, 10 a.m. Because sp- we're sp- in Central. Pacific. <laughs> Pacific, oh, Pacific. <laughs> sp- 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 spaghetti. All right. And then we post to uh, audio services uh, for audio only format to podcast services such as Google Play, Music, SoundCloud, iTunes, and a bunch of other ones that it, it automatically goes to that I just don't know the name of. Uh, so hey, you know, audio listeners. if you like what if you Shout like out. our random gibberish and, and babbling, share us with your friends, or like the video, or leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. But to get into what we actually do with this show, since we have spent so much time, I want to fly through some of this stuff. Uh, we've been doing the drop first. I'm going right. to flip around. I'm going to take the old news. Yeah, news. I'm gonna, news I'm and the it, drop it's not is that pretty crazy. short. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, and I think our topic for this episode is kind of short too. So I think we'll be able to get you know. I think that banter in the first of the episode is actually going to play for a pretty good. Um, Time. Pretty yep. good time advantage. All right. So the first thing up is that for the for the people who have been waiting on a PS4 Pro, because I know a lot of people have been waiting for a special edition, Sony are finally releasing a special edition PS4 Pro. Uh, slated to launch alongside the, uh, the game on September 6th, the Destiny 2 PS4 Pro bundle has a Glacier White Pro uh, matching DualShock 4 and Destiny 2 for $449, and that's in North America. Uh, I'm sure the bundle exists probably elsewhere, but can't confirm that. So uh, next up is that PS4 update 4.72 is now out. Uh, this is just weeks after the 4.71 update came out. Uh, the update weighs in at around 300 megabytes, uh, and the patch notes state that it is just for system performance, just like the last one, so no new notable features. Uh, next up, Neo's new DLC, Defiant Honor, is coming soon, adding new weapons, armor, and yokai, uh, and of course trophies. The DLC is set to launch on July twenty fifth for nine ninety nine. Uh, it's pretty interesting. That game's got has had very good legs. Yeah, in comparison it was, to it was a good what game I thought it would be up yeah. until a specific point for me as well. Yeah, I, 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 mean, really I got enjoyed you. that game. All right, so next up, uh, PSVR title, Brookhaven Experiment. And this is that one that's kind of like, I don't, I don't want to say zombies, but like, you know, the little things running around at you and you just shoot yeah. them. It's kind of a, it's, it's, it's a smaller experience. Uh, but the game is receiving PSVR aim controller support, finally. Uh, the feature was added in the game's latest update, 1.03. So it's there now if you've quit playing it for any reason want to come back to it and you have the aim controller try it out see how it works uh ps4 console exclusive nino kuni 2 revenant kingdom has been delayed this is not that surprising it's i was more surprised when they gave us i was more surprised when they gave us a release date at e3 than we just got a release date for that game yeah, so the game has been delayed. Uh, originally announced to release November 10th during E3, Bandai Namco announced this week that the game will now release January 19th of 2018. So not not significant. I was looking forward to that game so much. But hey, I mean, maybe it comes out at a good time. Perfect comfy, comfy Christmas game. Oh, well. It'll still be winter. I guess. Mm-hmm. It won't be with food and Christmas trees. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Gran Turismo Sport finally has a release date. They remember they talked about this at E3, saying it was coming it, 2017. Yeah, finally. So, good to see. Uh, so after numerous delays, the racing sim is set to release on October 17th in North America, and just a day later in Europe on the 18th. Um, 
Let's see. Next up, a few indie games have re- have received release dates in this last week. And some of these I just did because these are games I saw and that I really liked. Uh, one of them in particular I think we talked to you about uh, that, we, that me and Blaze saw at uh, PSX last year. Uh, so first game up, though, is Sundered, uh, the new Metroidvania by the team behind Jotun. Uh, has you play as Esh or Esha or Esh, something like that, uh, starting July 28th. Uh, next game is uh, real-time strategy game Tooth and Tail. This is what me and Blaze are telling you about. Yeah, I it's, remember that uh, name. It's real-time strategy, and their big hook and, and selling point for all this is that it's perfectly designed for a controller. Um, and it was. I mean, playing it, dude, it was... It, real-time strategy does not always sell too well on, on consoles. They're kind of hard to play. But no, this one's it's designed just... in such a way that it feels really comfortable on a controller. And okay. It, uh, you know, you don't find yourself wanting to grab a keyboard to play it. Yeah, because that's typically how I'd exactly. play it for sure. So that game comes to PS4 on September 12th. Uh, Nidhogg 2 makes its way to PS4 on August 15th. This time, boasting a new art style. Uh, you remember the old Nidhogg? Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. It was like that kind of flat, pixely Pixel, drawings. Yeah. Uh, and there was just like a black silhouette almost. And it, I love that game. It's really fun. I don't know if you ever played it. Uh, but the new one has got... Um, it's doing like animation where it's... You know, they have facial features and their body parts. It's kind of... It's 2D animation still. Yeah. It's not going into 3D, but it's just like the little puppet animations or whatever, where it's like they have like, you could, you see the joint. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's an interesting art style. I mean, I don't cool. know. I kind of like the original better per- personally too, but I haven't seen the new one enough to determine, but that game was really fun. So if they keep that up, it's cool. Uh, next thing up is the, uh, the last game that got a re- release date is a tactical action RPG masquerada songs and shadows comes to PS4 on August 8th. Uh, that's a game that's been released on PC for like a year now. Uh, wow. Got, got received pretty well. Uh, it looks interesting. It's got a weird art style. It's kind of got that isometric camera almost. It's yeah. kind of different. So the last thing on news is that Bioware and EA, and actually there's one more thing I forgot to stop in, uh, yeah, but ahead. this one's Bioware and EA have finally released a demo for Mass Effect Andromeda. Demo, so right. to say. It's like but, half the game. Not really. Not half the no, game. no, no, no. It's no, a good fun. chunk. But the demo lets you play through the game's first planet, EOS, and also play multiplayer for a total of up to 10 hours. So you could probably stretch that to around 20 hours. I think it's both. I think oh, you, you, you have the do... game for 10 hours. Okay. And you just play the game for 10 hours. Okay. So, um,. But the the interesting part of this, which I really like as, as a feature of just trying to. And it helps people. Pull it. So if somebody plays the demo and decides they like the game, if you buy the game, all the progress you made in the trial period carries over to the final Saves. game. Something else did that recently. I can't remember. Which I just love because, I mean, if you play it and you're like, oh, you know what, I actually do like this, buying it doesn't mean you have to restart, which is really smart on their opinion because if, if people know that going in, they're going to be more likely to buy it. Cause, Speaking of that, am I the only person in the world, and I know anybody who ever says that, it's an automatic the answer is no. Um, yeah. Do uh, I. Often restart RPGs early on after I've learned a certain progression and then to do better on my actual playthrough. Do you do that? No. I do that with almost every Souls game I play. Every time. Like I've Dark seen Souls you do 3, it. I've yeah. seen you do it. I, I typically just run through and if I ever play the game again, like Kingdom Hearts, I just keep all that information for the for the replay. Because like games that I love, I'm going to play again. Well, see, I got like, to go. I'm playing Kingdom Hearts now, right? I'm playing on proud mode. I don't right. really don't just because I just like to play the game. It's enjoyable. But I'm good at the game. I, I've had no problems with proud mode yet. Uh, but I'm also doing the appropriate grinding to push myself to where I feel like I need to be. Um, so with that being said, I'm also the, th- I'm, I'm, 
I took way more care than I normally do. I just kind of go through and do whatever. This time, since I'm playing on proud mode and I know the game's going to be hard for late game, uh, early game, you remember in that game, you get to choose whether you want to, uh, you get to choose the shield, the wand, or the sword. Sword, yeah. And then you also, and whichever one you choose, you get you get benefits from that, but you have to give one up. Right. Okay, so what I typically would do would just be sword and shield. Yeah. Uh, I did that this time, but I consciously did it because I know what they do. It, it means that you're you're going to... You're, you're going to get more strength. I'm sorry, sword and wand is what I normally choose. Uh, it's, it means that you're going to get more strength but lose a little bit of your magic stuff. You're not going to be as, as proficient in magic. Okay, after that, do you remember when you get to the island in the game, it's got the little guy asking you questions like... Uh, like your childhood and stuff. Well, like it's, what? it's like, it's like what, what is most important to you? Yeah, friends, and family, like, or what whatever. are you most afraid of? Yeah. And all these if, depending on how you answer those questions, depending on the way the game gives you experience. So if you choose down the middle on every single one of them, and I, I, mean, I know the answers. I, just, I happen to know they're also all down the middle. You get normal regression. Right. All right, if you choose a certain selection of them, then you get more experience up until level 50, and then it slows down after level 50. Right, and then the last one is the And the last one is the exact opposite. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I I actually stopped and and thought through what I wanted to do, and I decided to keep even experience. But So, yeah, technically this playthrough has not been any different for me, but I'm knowing everything I'm doing going in. I play Kingdom Hearts all the freaking time, so I didn't change anything. Uh, But I'm also, like, you know, Mystery Goo... Oh, Ultima. I've gotten two Mystery Goo already in this playthrough because I'm I'm paying more attention. And How many do you need for the Ultima? Is it ten? Five. Five, okay. And I'm thinking was, of like Oria Calcum or something. And part, of me, part of me almost wonders if, if and I don't know, I don't care to look it up, if Proud Mode changes drop, drop rate. rates. I don't, I don't know. know. That's good. So. That's a good point. Um, are we starting Breath of the Wild? Because of like that. I got to the last boss. Dude, I so hard debated selling my Switch because I haven't touched it in months. I don't Dude, even... I love Breath of the Wild. I got to the last boss, and I have like the Master Sword and everything, and I felt under-leveled. Turns out I wasn't upgrading any of my armor from fa- uh, Fairy Fountains and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I, yeah. I didn't know anything. I didn't know that existed. I've replayed it. Totally different experience. It's amazing. There's stuff and there's weapons I've never picked up. There's like a, a, a Korok leaf you can do to like get on a boat and just like... Spin your little leaf around and go, dude. I didn't do that in the first one. I never saw that. I did so, all of that, and I still think that game's not mediocre. But I think top, that game it's in is, my top, is overhyped. Unless, unless you know, it's it's new game syndrome. Even though I've played it for like two months now, um, it's in my top five. Zelda's. It's oh great. Zelda's. I mean, it's fine. Oh yeah, not games. No, dude. Link to the Past. I had this Majora's conversation Mask. on Twitter. Someone the other day. Link. Uh, I mean, a link. Well, Link to the Past and a Link Between Worlds are. Right there, Majora's Mask be my favorite, and then I love Majora's the Mask, but it's second. like second. Well, know? we turned into a Nintendo podcast real quick. <laughs> Hopping off of that, you uh, go ahead you and go, go through the drop. drop. Yeah. Okay, so uh, not too many games in there. We have ninety nine Vitas with a D, not a T. <laughs> we got PS four, PS three, and PS Vita Digital is all cross by. So you're gonna get it for just about every system you could potentially own. That's this Sony. game is cool. VR game, all right, it Archangel, looks cool. yeah, yeah. Archangel. Archangel. Arc, damn it. <laughs> You're messing me up, PSVR game. We got Children of the Zodiacs, a PS4 digital title. Konga Master, a PS4 digital title for Friday. We got Fallen Legion, Flames of Rebellion, a PS Vita digital. Art looks pretty cool in that it game. It looks awesome, doesn't it? I want to see what that game is. Ooh, especially that. Uh, another, wait. Why is it on here twice? It's- Fallen Legion, Sins of the Empire, which is a PS4 digital title. So I'm assuming it's kind of like, same game, Tales of a Different Coin. I'm cool with that. I would like I, that. I like, I like it. I like Fire Emblem games do that, and they're pretty cool. Uh, Orcs Must Die Unchained, PS4 digital. We got Robot Riot, Hyper Edition, PS4 digital. Super Hot and Super Hot VR, 
respectively for PS4 and PSVR. What I think is more weird is it looks like they're separate titles instead of just being super hot with VR support. Yeah, so you... You have to buy the VR version. That's interesting. Uh, And then the last game on the list is Yonder, the Cloudcatcher Chronicles PS4 digital title. Interesting list this week. Nothing too. I like the too. art on that game too. That yonder game. I do too. It's it's very pretty. It reminds me of the witness. Um, kind of. And rhyme, which are both very, great very games. colorful. Super hot is always a cool or super shot. Was it super hot? Super hot. Super hot. Yeah. Yeah. Super hot. I forgot they say that in the game. And then Fallen Legion looks pretty cool too. Fallen Legion. I, I want to look into that game more. I, I'm definitely into to that. be fair though. I'd probably buy Super Hot on computer since it's like eight dollars on Steam. I wonder how much it's going to be on PS4. That's a good 20 I, saw, 20, I feel. Did you see Dan's uh, Twitter post about like the digital version is ten dollars more Dude, expensive yeah. than the GameStop version in the UK? That's nuts. It is nuts. Oh man, I can't. It, there it's is no ridiculous, no like logic behind that unless it's deals like contracts and stuff that yeah. vendors have made. Like GameStop is made with Sony and stuff. Okay, well before we hop into the main topic. It's something I always keep trying to do at this point, but I always forget. Uh, I want to do reader mail. So I tweeted out earlier, kind of on short notice, uh, that we were recording today instead of tomorrow, because this is Friday. We normally record on Saturdays. You know what's funny? Um, what? My man, Loki, who gives us this reader mail. Yeah. He's a postman. Yeah. Giving us mail. Yeah. Yeah. Is that that funny to (laughs) you? It's funny to me. (laughs) I love you, RJ Loki. My boy is giving us mail, even in his off time. He's married. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. We sent his cup off to him. It looked really good. I did the front side yeah, with Triangle Squared, and the, the back was with, uh, yeah, you saw it? The, nar- the narwhal. Yeah, it looked good. So anyway, his question, and he actually had two, technically, uh, and I just kind of lumped them together. So first thing he wanted to see is, uh, are all the remakes for PlayStation worth it? I enjoy the idea that I can go back and play them, but I also want new games. So. Depends. I, I don't typically have a problem with them because I like to go back and play through these older games, but I do have, he does have a point of their, you know, it's, it's pretty, it depends on how it's done. If it's handed out to like blue point, for example, perfect. You know, it takes time from a, from a company who's doing these on purpose. Exactly. So not from another that's outside it, company. That's the exact point I was going to make. Yeah. Is that the only reason I think that if it say for some reason, Sony didn't have a bunch of new games coming out and, and definitely a bunch of new IP specifically, right. they're doing both. Um, I think that it would be an issue if all they were doing was the, were these games, and this was supposed to fill in for their first party. Well, uh, but wonder, the fact that they have all these new games coming, and that this isn't even being developed by somebody who it would take a time away from, yeah. this is going out to people who specialize. And, and I in wonder, this. like, because uh, Final Fantasy XII is not a good example because it's actually new content, and there's a couple. Like, and that was a, and that was legitimately Square doing it. Yeah. So, um, but I wonder how the process is for 1080p remasters. I wonder if it's a very quick process well, and trophy support. It's different for remasters too, because I mean, but he's specifically talking about remakes, and 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 then. Vein, now, we're remakes, talking Crash Bandicoot, and Final Fantasy uh, VII. Yeah, yeah, Crash Bandicoot, Final Fantasy VII, Ratchet and Clank was a remake, even though it was technically a reimagining too, but it was yeah. a remake. I, I could say um, that a whole new game, to be fair. Yeah, Just I mean, like I, I can too, but but I mean, but it still was a remake, and that's right. even what they worded it. Uh, they just happened to also make a couple the, of changes. We'll see. And in, in remake implies it's a, it's a it's a it's made from a base of something else, and it it really is a new whole game. Well, I mean, then that makes Crash a new whole game. No, no, because that's that's made off a base of like a of of the game. Like if you go play Ratchet, it's not the same as Ratchet One. So, but I, but mostly it is. It's the same world, same story. They just took a little different creative freedoms because it's a more established character now. Yeah, I guess I could see that then. You know what I mean? Because well, is there different mechanics and stuff in the game yeah. too? And, okay. and, and, yeah. and realistically, the same. It's kind of like be, a half and a half. Yeah, because it is. Crash is for me is a complete ground up remake. Um, 
And I don't really necessarily. I guess reboots and remakes are pretty much the same thing. Now, think about it. No, I mean reboots are, are when you change up because like God of War is technically a reboot and a sequel, a resequel. A, 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 wait, what God of War? The new one. Oh, okay. It, it's because it's called God of War, first of all, and and if you think about it, it's the people are calling it a soft reboot. Yeah, uh, because it's kind of like a reboot of the series. It is a sequel. It does. It does. Pay attention and take heed from the events of the previous three games or previous seven games, whatever you want to say. Um, or is it seven? Six. It's six. Yeah, you're right. One, well, two, seven. Three, the, you're Olympus. forgetting about the Neo Geo game or the Neo Geo. I'm sorry. What's the little Nokia phone? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. I was like, do you consider that? Because there's an Oblivion one nah, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, they're bad. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I think that it's fine because of the way they're being handled. Square handling their own internally makes sense to me because of the type of games they are. With them being RPGs, and they're and they're taking and they're doing the same thing that Insomniac did. They're taking liberties with these remakes, right? Um, whereas think, something like Vicarious Visions doing Crash and Blue Point doing uh, Shadow, Shadow. These are they're taking a game and more or less trying to basically copy the game while updating things that make sense to update. Right, so, and see, and these are companies, you know. Now, Vicarious makes games. I mean, that's, yeah. they're not just remakes. That's not their thing. Because uh, I know Blue Point pretty much is. Yeah, no, Blue Point I, is I, a I remaster. I mean, I don't mean to insult them by that. No, that's not insult. That's they, what they do. Yeah, that's their what they specialty. do. Um, and they do it better than pretty much anybody. Anybody, yeah. yeah. And uh, so I don't, you know, it doesn't crowd the market up. I do wish that this generation had more original games. But well, it I does feel like sense. Sony's delivering that. You know what I mean? I mean, are they though? Like, Horizon, Days Gone, uh, The Order. I know, but that's three games. Maybe I'd say ten total original games over the course of this whole generation. I thought they'd be. We're only more. we're only three and a half, four years in. I mean, that's that's all the Xbox or not the Xbox, the original PS2 and Xbox cycle was though. I mean, they were five years, but yeah. Well, yeah, but you know. Well, actually, I don't like these. Two thousand seven. So the PS2 cycle was seven years. I don't like these decade long cycles. Yeah. Stop. I mean, I don't know. I think there's been enough new games because I mean, we've we've seen other new games. We're just not thinking about them. I and mean, we have Gravity Rush as a new IP, even though it came through Vita. Still a new IP and something that's moved forward. Uh, I mean, there's there's plenty. I mean, you got Bloodborne. That's a new IP. Right. Uh, you got Neo. That's a new IP. Kind of. Um, you got The Last of Us, and I mean that was a new IP, but it was I almost want to say cross generational new IP because it, it happened so close to the PS4, and then the remaster happened so close. So I mean, so Sony, Sony has always fostered original IP more so than I would say anyone else, uh, which is good because Nintendo really likes to fall back on their, on their particular, Hey, here's what we have. We we're going to release Zelda, Zelda Mario, Mario, animal crossing. Um, my, I mean, for the most Fire part, Man. it's very rare and it's getting better, but Microsoft had a big issue about doing, you know, about IP. They, they would, they really prefer the sequel. same three. They really prefer the sequel. Which out. is actually, when you think about it, it's compared to Nintendo and Microsoft are almost the same business like model of yeah. the same three or four IPs. Just, you can tell which one has the better quality. Yeah, I mean that that's true. Of I would agree. Yeah. So, but I mean th- that's that. Anything else you want to add to that? No, I think I, I think mean, that I think, I think that they're pretty much I my like definitive fact, answer. I like the fact that um, that you can go back and play these games because there is. I guess it's the substitute for backwards compatibility because there is no real. Well, backwards I also think compatibility. it's about keeping the. I think it's also about playing the games the way you remember them. And don't run yeah. that doesn't take away because I'm I, I can still go play Shadow now and love it. Yeah, it look grainy though. But it's just I don't know. I think that there's something. I think it's recapturing the magic you felt for the first game. Right. I mean, and, and, and time will tell because you know I mean as, if for as good as Crash Bandicoot looked until I played it, I didn't know. Like you know even when I saw the trailer and I was like whoa back at PSX and then I immediately go to play it I was like this feels right. Now this is also a small slice of the game when I played the demo there, but I was like, this feels right. And now and that I've played the whole game, dude, it's it feels right. It recaptures the magic the original had. It's been more than a decade since I've played twelve. It's been right at probably twelve years, actually. I think 
because I was around 14. Well, considering the game came out in 2006, can't be 12 years. Game came out in 2005 or six, one of the two. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, I, I was I was a freshman in high school when that game came out. So. Um, and that game, I don't know if they the remaster, like the visuals are really really good. They're way better. Because I don't remember. I was going to say, I don't remember what. I mean, I don't remember. The original looked good on PS2. And I think that's the good thing about it is that you don't go into them like, oh, wow, like, you know, this is a striking difference for me, at least. Because I'm like, this is how I remember this game. It just looks pretty. Yeah. And I guarantee if I go back and look at gameplay footage, I'll be like, Yeah. So his other one, his other question was, what drove you guys into wanting and doing a PlayStation podcast? So I think this one's interesting because, in particular, this is something I. I have a little girl, Kyrie, and she is two years old. Uh, and before she was born, when Hannah was pregnant, we actually started all of this. We made the YouTube channel. If you, if you look uh, at the creation date of the yeah, YouTube channel, it's like you three can. years. It, it's been around for almost three years. And we toyed um, with so many ideas. We, we had all of this in our mind, and we really wanted to do it. And we wanted to do podcasts. It wasn't necessarily PlayStation podcast at the time, but we wanted to get into gaming stuff, and we were going to be a little more like uh, we're going to split it up and have a PlayStation section and a, play, and a PC section and a computer section. Yeah, and, and that's kind of where our... our the structure we had at the time between what we were mostly playing worked. And it's been so long that I was mainly still on Xbox. Blaze was mainly on PC and you were mainly on PlayStation. So we would cover all three of those yeah. bases pretty evenly. But now it's, I'm more of PC and Xbox. You're still, I mean, PC and PS4. You're still on P- PS4, of course, and PC. And then we have Blaze, who's kind of... He straddles the line, man. super meat boy. That's all he plays. <laughs> he plays very, very different games. I mean, it's it's weird. He plays a lot of games, but he hardly finishes games. But the games he really loves, like Super Meat Boy, he just crushes right through them. Speaking of which, so, I saw somebody do a speed run for that game. Boy, were them people talented. Yeah. It was in... The game's uh, hard. S- GDQ or whatever it's called. Um, but, okay, so in terms of what drove us, I mean, when it, when the idea started coming back around and things calmed down from Kyrie getting a little bit older and being a parent not being so rough on me yeah. uh, and, and kind of getting used to things to where we feel like we'd be able to actually start doing this since we never got around to doing it, uh, it kind of came from that. We started talking about, like, well, podcast seems like the easiest thing to do. Um, and a little bit of it was an opportunity, I guess, that when yeah. we were going into it, and we started talking about what we wanted to do. Uh, the, uh, the podcast that we watch as a PlayStation podcast is actually kind of ending. And right. for uh, everyone knows, it's P.S. I love you, XOXO. It's a great show. I love that podcast. I still go back and watch but, uh, reruns or like re- older episodes. Uh, I guess the opportunity came from that was kind of where I liked to be able to just, it was like steeping yourself in PlayStation. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I knew most see, of what they were talking about. See, my I just, thing. I like, it's just kind of what I like to do. Because, you, know, you know, when you like something, I know all about Kingdom Hearts, but every now and then I'll just go read about Kingdom well, Hearts because I want to because I love Kingdom Hearts. And I just want to steep myself with the stuff related to it. But so it came down to we a I love PlayStation. I mean that is right. my console of choice. I love Sony. We, it's all I've it's, it's all I've ever really been. Right. I've tinkered around in other ones. Um, saw coming around and being really a lot more Sony these days, and really, I mean, we, we I bounced around who I wanted to do it with me, and originally, you know, we started the channel as me, Saw, and Blaze, uh, originally, uh, and then coming back into it, Blaze wasn't in a great spot when we first started, and it kind of got to a weird point, and I was like, Saul, you know, do you think that you'd be interested in doing a PlayStation podcast with me and feeling like you, it, it was also, good for you? The, and it worked. the I mean, time between the, I don't know what it's called, like a, um, like a, a pitch, but the time it took us to like, we talked about it one weekend, we were doing it the next. Oh yeah, no, it was very, like, like, it got off the ground quick. And, and a lot of people, they're going to compare us or say like, oh, y'all started this because of PS I love you. Look, we, we understand that the time that we started in PS I love you is very similar. Uh, but here's the thing is that 
one of the driving forces to motivate both me and Brett, we talked about this, is that we saw that the community was torn. And it was kind of like, you know, we wanted to do this not because we wanted to become internet famous, because we wanted to be a part of a fun community of sorts. And yeah, what's yeah, better yeah. than that is to have a community that is ours, that is a community because they like us for our personalities and for our gaming preferences and stuff. And that's what this is. That's what this has always been. And it been. doesn't keep me from being part of other communities. There's right. nothing that stops that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I definitely like that. And, you know, and it's so weird because when you're doing something like this, it doesn't, it, people talk about it all the time. It's like, oh, well, you know, some people were like, oh, y'all got like however many followers. You got how many subscribers. It's like, yeah, but you know, I mean, realistically, n- that the numbers don't matter. Right. It, it's, it's just it's the experiences the, it's the, it's that we've the had with less them. than 10 people that actually constantly reply to us on Twitter or, yeah, or tweet at us. It's like, a, it's and like let an us extended online like, group because I don't have any form of social it's, media. It's basically except like, Twitter. Here's the thing for anybody who goes out of their way to message us or follow us on Twitter and, and interact with us, that is like, all that is to me is that, yes, it's this community. Even though we haven't named it or really established it, because it's it's in its infancy, so it's its own thing. It's starting the little squares, or something. yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like what but but you know, my thing is, is that the people who take their time out, I I mean, I genuinely see them. It's funny because I mean, as this thing has gone on, I don't think of RJ Loki as a fan and a listener. Yeah, I think, it was I a think of him as a friend, and yeah, I talk just to like him Dan enough that I feel then, like I'm just bouncing. And exactly, and Dan, that's somebody who we've recently started talking to, but he's a really nice guy, and he's yeah, just, he's Square and XO. And it's a, it's a Everybody over there at Square XO is, is great. They're really that whole cool. Podcast man. is, yeah, and that's what, it's like the UK equivalent of us, and they started right after, or right before we did. And for them to have so many followers is a great testament to how how like their personalities. They're yeah, great. yeah, they're, they're definitely really people. nice people. And Dan. Do you want to uh, bring it into shot if we can? I mean, I did last week, but there's no. Oh, I wasn't here last week. I was dead. Yeah, so you get to hold it. I already did. This isn't. This is fake news. Um, but yeah, Dan does these amazing uh, PS1 remaster, or remaster, more like re-envisioning of cases of current games. And this is, of course, the Crash Insane trilogy. But if you guys listen to last week, apparently y'all know that I was, you know, in the grave. I keep stabbing on my mic cord. Is okay. Making sure I'm still. Re- <laughs> that's really it i mean we wanted to have a community that you know that it was picking up a dream that we had left off anyway you yeah, know what i mean it was something we always had an idea for yeah um it was just a, it was an opportune time because it was a community was in shambles and we we're like hey like maybe these people would like to be friends with us you know and I enjoy mean, our content yeah because i'm not gonna say i mean obviously yes we we started it because we wanted to. That's the number one thing we right just, we, 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 hey, we want to do that but we also just saw a, a, an opportunity of like you know what Maybe people would want to come listen to us, and I right. feel like I'm knowledgeable enough in PlayStation, yeah. and I have opinions that I feel like are valid enough. And hopefully, people. I mean, and obviously, it comes down to you guys, whoever people who listen and watch us, to tell us whether that's true or not. Right. But anyway, and it, so, you know, it's it's an idea we've had for three years, and it's something we finally acted on. This has been and a super weird episode. It's a super long episode too. I'm pretty sure we're hitting normally time right about now. I don't know. I'm, I'm not even sure. So let's get into the, the main topic. Uh, the main topic is, and, and we, to be fair, I knew that we were kind of wording it a little clickbaity when we said the, the intro statement, but what Saul kind of started coming to, and, and the reason that he, he's the one who had the idea behind it, um, behind the, the, the main topic for this episode, and it basically stems from a bunch of games that he's losing interest in because their development cycles have gotten so long, uh, and, and it's such a weird thing, it's, it's hard to say just long development cycles, because it comes down to delays sometimes right sometimes it comes up to a game just being announced so early but then it never even gets a date but you hear about it so much that you just you get super excited for it and then eventually you still don't have a release date and like a detroit is my prime example when i thought of this is that we've seen so much from the game 
but I can only get so excited for it before they either start showing me too much and I got to go black on it because I hate seeing too much of like either games or movies. And then movies have that thing of they don't typically get delayed. So you get you if you just go trailer blind for the entire time, you'll see it pretty much on the release date it shows. Yeah. But with Detroit, yeah. You know, we've seen three full trailers now, four? Three. Three. Well, it's hard to say because realistically, I mean, it depends on if you want to bring in the Kara stuff. But I mean, you saw you saw Kara's introduction when yeah. the game was announced, uh, and then at E three we saw and I can't remember his name. Carter? I don't know if it showed it, but the the android uh, guy who was up on the roof talking to the other android. Carter, I'm not sure. And then, and then we saw this E three. We got to see the new uh, character who was seen right, like, and I can't remember his and name see, either. And I, I'm super excited right now. But here's the thing: is that you know, either they're going to do this where they're going to have too many trailers, and I have to go blind. Or they're not going to have another trailer. So either way, it's going to be, if this game doesn't release in the first quarter of 2018 or even, you know, maybe summer, that I'm just going to not care anymore because, you know, it's like there's going to be so many other experiences I'm going to have between now and then that it's just going to make me lose interest. It's the same way of, uh, like, Final Fantasy 15. I kept up on that game when it was versus 13 or 13 yeah. versus. Yeah, I mean, and, that's a good example of a game. And, and it's just such a long <sighs> development cycle that I don't remember. I remember being... What was it? They showed E3 when it was like them in the car. Two thousand. In the, the, the game was announced. Uh, the game was announced two thousand six. One time when they were in the. Uh, it was no, it was recent E3 where they were in the they were in the Rugali and they're driving and then they passed the big turtle thing. Okay. It takes an hour to fight or whatever. And that's when I got excited for it again. And then that was oh, that was just like a year before launch, and I didn't. I lost interest in that just that just that year. Well, you know, it was guess, a decade. And don't wrong, the game is way different than it was going to be as thirteen oh, versus. Um, yes. But okay, so I mean, a couple of games, and we whenever we saw this, I started thinking of games that have, have kind of had this happen. So games that have been recently talked about, where people are like, "Oh my god, are these ever going to come?" Uh, first and foremost, Kingdom Hearts three. I love the franchise. So to go into for people who may not know, people who who weren't you know people who weren't brushed up on Kingdom Hearts, because I'm sure that the remasters have brought in some new fans. I would hope uh, Kingdom Hearts three was announced during Sony's 2013. E3 press conference along the four same four years yeah, ago alongside uh, the trailer that re announced or re revealed 13 versus as Final Fantasy 15. So we have Final Fantasy 15. Where's Kingdom Hearts 3? <laughs> See, this is the thing is that and I, I'm a huge fan of the series. You know, I love this series and I am I'm wanting to play three, but I just, if, when when am I going to get to play three? We were teased way too early on into it. It was the development cycle of the game being there. Well, and and, 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 see, and, and this is another thing I want to talk like, about because another one that we talked about, and these are two games that have some parallels, not completely. Um, first things first, uh, we're talking about No Man's Sky. No Man's right. Sky was a game that got heard about very early. I think it was like 2014 or 2013, one of the two. Uh, they came out, Gamescom, I want to say, and they they revealed it uh, on Sony's press con- or Sony Sage, and... What ended up happening is that the game uh, midway I mean, they announced it because they were through they were not through development you know they were a good chunk through development then there was a flood in their offices and they actually lost pretty much all of their progress which in the is game. which is I'm not gonna say a good reason because that's that's almost insulting but that's well, we can't a, that's even a say fine it is reason, a reason to have if you were to delay a game that's a an acceptable reason I mean you know I'm not going to be mad and, and, and see and this is a perfect example the game didn't get delayed there was never a release date but obviously now it's going to be further than it was well but we already delay, knew about the game it, it did get delayed but I'm saying at that point it wasn't that reason no that, okay. no the delay ha- no the delay happened 
at when the game already had a release date, then got delayed. What I mean is that that happened. That they announced the game, and like a year later, bam, flood, lost their stuff, and, see, and then they had to restart. That's why we saw the game we, so late. We briefly touched on this, and I'm really curious as to if that's why the game released in such a state it was. I wonder. I don't know. I w- and see, you know, everybody says that Sean Murray is on terms with um, Todd Howard and Peter Molyneux of being the biggest liars in gaming, you know, journalism or even just gaming development. And um, the whole thing yeah, it is, be is that, but. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be right to discredit him 100 percent, I don't think, with that kind of thing happening to them. But well, but they he, should have been honest from the start. They should have said we lost all this game file. We lost all these but we're files. Losing we it. We're, we're moving to something different. But right. so the, the question being here is that well, I'm no just saying, that's an acceptable reason Yeah, of course, have. of course. But Kingdom Hearts 3, similar thing, started the game in Luminous Engine, which is the same engine that Final Fantasy 15 released on. Uh, they started development in that. The, the first trailer we saw was when it was starting development. Right. And that was honestly, that was just a cutscene. That wasn't even in the game. That was just a pre-rendered CGI cutscene. All right. Then we start to see a little bit of gameplay from it. Then they announce, oh, hey, all the work we've done in Luminous, we're, we're ditching. Right. We're flipping over and we're going to go Unreal Engine 4, 4 and we're going to make the Kingdom Shader come into this and it's going to be a little bit of work. And I think that's part of what's left the game. But something that's important to say is by the time this episode go, goes live, D23 will have happened. All right, D23, they're announcing something for Kingdom Hearts. And it's so it supposed to be pretty big. So it may get a release date, make a new world, something. Right. So we, we could be talking out of our asses right now, to be fair. I mean, um, it still goes to show that yeah, it's still, it's still a pause. It was teased way too early into its life cycle and that, you know... Like what? I'm sure on a business the, end, there's the problem a is that it was teased as starting development. Yeah. Why? Did they, why didn't they wait until they had something to show? There, there has to be a financial reason, maybe for investors or for other outside companies that have stocks of some kind. Why show a game so early? Well, think about it. It's Square. And it may have something to do with the way that their stuff's going on. Because if you think about it, Final Fantasy VII, similar situation. I don't know if you remember hearing this, but Final Fantasy VII was just announced as now in development, right? Nothing to show, but to be to be fair, six months later at PSX, we got to see gameplay. Right. So I'm super confused on that. But at, the final, at that E3 that that happened... Afterwards, there was an interview with Tetsuya Nomura, who's going to be the director of Final Fantasy VII. And he uh, dropped off of Kino And he was like... Three, right? He, no, he dropped off of... 15. 15, that's right. And he led, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, take over. But anyway, with that being said, he, the interview was that he didn't know. That was his way of finding out that he was going to be the director. He said they loosely talked about, hey, would you be interested in it? And then he was like, yeah, sure. And then, bam, video all happens, sudden, and, yeah. and he's the director for Final Fantasy VII. So my point being is that all these things, are they're, they're weird. And, you know, I'm a, your, your question that you're you're asking is, does it kill excitement for a game? Right. For me, no. And even when I play the game, it's weird. I, I, I'm very good at controlling my hype, as people want to call it. Oh, see, I'm not. I'm very good at controlling expectations. That's why I no am Man, good at that. No I Man's am. Sky was not a letdown to me because it's honestly what Which I kept thinking it was. Is is crazy I knew to me. that what the... It, it's bad to say, but I knew what they were saying was too much. Well, but yeah, before it released, you were even... You were very reserved about the game. Yeah. Like, I was very surprised you were picking it up on launch, and you were the one out of all of us in the friend group to like it as much as you did. Yeah, I know. It was a, it was a flip-flop completely. But see, for me, it's just that. But I liked it for what it was, and it, and the same thing is like, you know, and I talk about it. We've talked about it plenty of times, but the same thing happened like with the order. The order people let for some reason people get, and don't get me wrong, No Man's Sky was a victim of its own 
selling points. They kept right. trying to say it, but there was also people wanting it to be something it was never going to be. Some people were mad that it was survival. It's like they, they always sold as a survival game, whereas The Order was sold as a narrative-heavy third-person shooter, which is exactly what it was. And I like games more for what they are and what they sold themselves to be. Now, I understand people being mad when a game isn't what they say it's going to be. Like No Man's Sky happened. There wasn't multiplayer. Well, it's, there wasn't it's a, it's a worms on these big planets. You know, there wasn't yeah. a lot of desert planets. It was weird. They failed to mention they they left all this stuff out. And, well, in the sticker covering up on the collector's things. Is yeah, cool. there's a lot of weird stuff with that. Iffy. But I mean, so my answer to your question is no, it doesn't. Do I think that there's an issue with an, with announcing a game this early? Yeah. There can be. Uh, I mean, the same thing happened. I want to say Red Dead Redemption. We hear that it's in development. We haven't seen anything on it. There's already delay. We have a trailer. For Weird. It. Well, just a trailer though. Okay, I thought yeah, I thought you. Yeah, I mean, you, haven't seen seen any, you haven't seen any gameplay, right? You don't know anything. You saw screenshots when they delayed it, but that's right. it. So what I mean is that we have all these games that keep getting announced. Says, hey, this is in development. I know Red Dead's been in development for a long time. Oh, Square, yeah. Square's flip side is that they're keep. It seems like they're announcing games as soon as they're in development, which is weird. All right, so basically they decide right before E3, dude, is this in development? Okay, make a video. But and it's, it's point being, no, of- it doesn't kill it for me because, I mean, perfect example, Final Fantasy XV, I actually thoroughly enjoyed that game. And I was the one who was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it that much. And I was the one that was excited for exactly. it. I was disappointed but, by it. And that's an example of, I, I just know that I'm a more reserved person. I don't let myself get to those heights. Uh, well, see, and it's Final Fantasy. I don't think Final Fantasy has ever let me down this much. I mean, that game this, did not and, let me down. And uh, see, this is why I will but, be reserved. <laughs> wait, you told me 13 you thought was better than 15? I forgot about that unpopular opinion. Last episode I was on, um, I actually liked 13. The first 13. All right. All right. It did open up, and people were like, it opened up 70 hours in. Sure, yeah, it did. It opened up 70 complete hours in. I actually like the linearity of that game. I mean, it no, we're wrong. I, I'm, I'm cool with linearity. It was also but. gorgeous for its time. Okay, so another game on the list that we're talking about that had a very long development cycle, very similar to Final Fantasy XV, is The Last Guardian. Right. These are games that were actually announced at similar times and and released at similar times, weirdly enough. Um, And that was a game where I loved Shadow. Then I was super pumped when I heard about this. I was super pumped to hear about what it was. And I was drugged through the dirt for four and a half years until it finally came out. Did you ever play it? Did you borrow it from me? Yeah. Okay. You remember that? You gave it back. I kept getting crashing. Yeah, that, that, that didn't happen to me. So weird. But it I wonder if it's a pro PS4. issue. Yeah, it must be old PS4. Well, it may just be your PS4 because you were talking about some of your issues that RJ Loki didn't I have just, as his yeah, OG. I need so a, who knows? A whole new PS4. But um, yeah, it's just like it kept crashing on this one particular moment. I swear it was, it was a frame perfect crashing. This one frame would happen in the game that I was doing this animation. It'd crash. Crash. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? You know, and I I, I watched some people play it, and it looked great. It it, it looked almost like um, it reminded me of like Inside and um. It's very Ico. It was yeah. it, it was like taking Ico and incorporating the scale of Shadow of the Colossus into Ico because Ico right. was big for its age too. But and, and, and and Guardian looked very condensed yet full of stuff, yeah. but while being very condensed at the same time. Which but I it think also is went the way to very do it. open areas. I mean, the right. game is great, but that's another example. That's a game that a lot of people let hype kill them on, and some people and that game had very split. And, and I think, uh, to be fair, I think a lot of their games are like that. There's a lot of people that don't understand why people like Shadow of the Colossus so much. But Which the last, is weird to me, because yeah, I thought it was a pretty epic game. But, but, but The Last Guardian is a perfect example of people who have very split decisions or opinions. Some of that comes from letting these years of, of expectation build and build, and you can't do that, you know? it's. I mean, don't wrong. Should the game have taken that long? No, but in my opinion, you can't you, you can't blame the game for still being what it sounds well, to be. I think see, The Last Guardian, as a final product, is exactly what they wanted it to be 
all those years ago when they announced it. But people also get this idea in their mind, well, if the game is in development longer, that means it's going to be better. Well, see, or it's yeah. going to be different than what they announced it as. But no, there's I, I want the game that they announced. My whole thing is... is it, That's actually why I don't... It's for as much as I love 15, I still... there's Dude, and the gameplay they showed of it, I just want to play whatever PS3 bit of... Final Fantasy 13 versus, versus that there was. That would be really, really cool. Because I, um, I love, it was a darker world, way different than what this course. was going to be. It was a very it, different even story. Even the cinematic of that game that, you know, of course, was just CGI was a great. Super, was Noctis walking down the stairs? Yeah, dude, super weird. They great. even used all the same characters, in my opinion. They did change something, though. That, I, they made Gladiolus a little older. Was that what it was? I couldn't remember. I thought it was something involving Noctis's dad, too. Or uh, Noctis's dad was young initially. Or younger. Okay. You got to, Well, you got to see him as young. He had... Black hair, slick back. Did you just spoil that Gladiolus is dad? <laughs> huh? No, I was just kidding. I said, did you spoil that Gladiolus is his dad? Oh. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it's not, see, for me, though, it's not hype building. Um, it's, I'll get super excited, and then I'll see a release date. I'm like, okay, that's a little far off. So I won't be as excited for it, but then the, as time goes by, it can either, it kind of, and it kind of works in weird ways, depending on the game series. For, I, or not, I go, um, I keep wanting to call Shadow too. The last, the last Guardian. I loved Shadow so much, but it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a franchise of of games like Halo or Final Fantasy. Or, no, because they're or different. Pokemon or yeah. something that I knew that I was go- not going to let me down, and, and Halo did. But <laughs> um, I just got it got to a certain point in its development of like where oh yeah, I actually forgot this thing existed, and when that moment clicks in my mind, it's like. I went this long without thinking about it, you know, and I've been playing all these other games, and then I look in what games are coming out in the same kind of time frame, and I'm like, and these games are coming out too, am I even going to play this game now? And well, it actually, happens. I think Last Guardian came out at a good time. There wasn't much else besides the Final Fantasy that came out. Yeah, I was going to say, well, and what was it, November? Yeah. No, December. Very, December. very beginning of December. Okay, December I can't remember it was November Final Fantasy December. came out November 30th. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we both got Final Fantasy on launch, and I did play that game for probably around 20 hours. Um... I got to a certain boss fight I'm not going to spoil, and I got some weapons, a certain amount of certain weapons in the game. And I played that it game. It clicked with me. <laughs> yeah, and see, it just it clicked with me. I was running halfway through. Uh, I don't even remember the zone name or the map or whatever it is, uh, but I was running halfway through the, the game, and it was actually on a hunt, and I just kind of stopped, and I was like, this is boring. The world's big and the I travel's boring. I could do boring. this in Final Fantasy fourteen, and there I I'd be passing people who'd be like waving at me and stuff, and then dancing with me, and I and then there'd be monsters to kill and stuff, and I was just like, this is so empty and barren. Yeah. And I gave it about an hour after that, and it was uh, a certain like trial in those games for a certain weapon in those games. You know, it's still fairly new. I'm not gonna say a whole lot about it. Uh, you know what weapons I'm talking about though. Um, and it was very annoying. It was the one where you fail a lot. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was very annoying. And that just was like, no. I just kind of <laughs> was like, you know, I just didn't have fun with it. And I was super pumped up for it. And that game actually was one of those games that when, like, two months before it came out, I got super hyped again for it. Because I never had been let that down. resurgence, yeah. Yeah, I'd never been let down by Final Fantasy before. I, I never played 13-2 or 13-3, though, to be fair. And I hear those are really, really bad. Uh, but I loved, you know, 13 but the whole thing is is that Kingdom Hearts 3, huge fan of Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, Chain of Memories, one of my favorite Kingdom Hearts I games. I love Chain of Memories. People I, shit on it all the I've time. I've never played the, 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 the redo of it. I still have it or it's whatever. Awesome. But I, the game, I had a Game Boy Advance Micro. Loved it on that thing. And, you know, 
Dream Drop Distance is another good one we were talking about. We were kind of talking about how it's mainly filler. I mean, it <laughs> for, is. I mean, it's, it's very low. In, the it's very low the in the ending, ranking, but but it was a fun game. It, 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 it had some was fun mechanics. I liked it. But you know, I just can't be excited for Kingdom Hearts because as of this recording, we don't have a release date for it, and it's like that's I can't not, look that's forward not quelling to something. my excitement because they haven't just they haven't shown so much that it, they that's the, that's where I'm fine with it. Well, see, I can't They're look forward doing, to something. Perfect example. I don't know when we, need, I get we, to we probably need to get through this relatively soon. But perfect example is what we were talking about before. This is Death Stranding is a perfect example of a game that is being is been announced. We know it exists, and it's not going to be out for from point of announcement to the point of release. It's going to be four years, probably easy so. with Kojima. Yeah, yeah, it's probably going to be four years, and then The Last of Us Part Two is probably going to be three years at least from the point of announcement to the point of release. It was released last year at PSX, right? Yeah, we'll see. Uh-huh. We'll see. I could be wrong on that one, could but be something still, you're going to see a long time period. But the the key is not showing too much of the game, and we haven't seen too much of Kingdom Hearts, partially because of how big Kingdom Hearts games are, but also because they've only shown like Twilight Town. Did they confirm that Frozen is in this game? Not yet. Okay, I hate myself if it is. I hate Frozen. <laughs> I mean, I didn't care for Frozen, but then again, I don't but, care for a lot of the Disney movies that I end up liking in Kingdom Hearts because of the, the character dynamics. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really right. like The Little Mermaid, but I love Atlantis in the first mo- in the first game. It's awesome. Oh, I think about saying second Terrible. Game. <laughs> second game. Worst, worst Kingdom Hearts world hands down. I had a conversation last night. Kingdom Hearts hero. Um, yes, it was. It was god awful. Um but I mean that's that's where I say it's like Kingdom Hearts three is not shown too much. You seen a little bit about a new form. I just think that the that being it, a huge it comes fan, down to be idea, but, the idea of it. But be, I think that you're saying and I'm wrong. I don't know where you stand because we know I'm the gameplay is going to say be fun. this about you, of course. To me, and right. the story is always point, co- convoluted point, at this point, so it's still going to make sense. Did so. you play two point eight? You did pick it up, right? Yeah. Okay. Two two point eight zero point two specifically actually quit. really mad that game design platinum zero point two actually made the weight better for me because now I know exactly what I'm getting even better it looks it, it looks beautiful it, it does played, look beautiful it, it plays extremely great. well honestly dude I I would play Kingdom Hearts 3 looking and feeling just like that but if you've seen Kingdom Hearts 3 screenshots it looks better it's better yeah and see the thing is is that I want to get excited for it it's just like but can I because I I don't I just I mean, don't know you can, when you can, but, I'm going to play know. it and that's the whole thing like you know I had to like actually somebody brought this up on um, a NeoGAF like Six months ago, about and I want to say it was the last Guardian that they were talking about. It was a little bit longer than six months ago. Um, well, keep, last Guardian I keep was thinking about six it's fairly ago. on. No, well, no, it was, it was like two months before that game came out. Okay, so uh, yeah. I keep thinking it's fairly on in the year. But um, and they were asking, you know, like, does the delay of this game and how and the development process of this game does it kill how you feel about it and stuff? And there was a good debate in there about and about evenly of yes and no's of. Yeah, it took too long to come out, and now I've moved on to other games. Or yeah, I couldn't get excited for it with as long as I've been waiting. And I kind of well, good arguments there, out. but those are also games that took almost a decade in development. Yeah, and see, and that's uh, not whereas a typical problem you're not going to see Kingdom Hearts three being in, in, in like development Destiny for moved, a decade. Moved up like three days from release. I planned a vacation around that game. And they're like, we're going to give it to them this week. Yeah. So, but, what, but that's what I mean is that you know these are games. Those are games that, and, and the examples are just so different. That's a game that had ten years in development, just like Final Fantasy thirteen versus. It's soon 15. to be Kingdom Hearts Three. Uh, no, Kingdom Hearts Three. I'm telling you, man, you will. It'll be. I guarantee you that game releases at the latest. How long has that game been in development for? Like five years now. We're halfway there. Four years. Four years. We're we're, we're but, almost but there. But I'm telling you, I guarantee you, you see a release date for that game. The latest, late 2018. The latest. See, people are being. Say, people are saying 2020. People are saying that and Death Stranding are 2020. And you know why, though? Some of that people were talking about. Hey, no. There's just no way. Have you seen? Did you? Okay, the last thing. Do you remember the trailer they released right before E3 for Kingdom Hearts? 
three, and it had the part where it showed Zim it was the actual, talking to yeah uh, the to chess Sora and all that stuff. No, 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 no. no, wait, no yeah, this yeah. is new. Yeah, had, you're right. Had a lot of combat in it. That game is way too polished. Way the combat is way too finalized. It it looks that way too good. That was the trailer before they were flying through the air. That was because they were flying through the air in this newest trailer. Where like it started off with Sora flying down, like free falling. Not that I can remember, but it could be the one I'm talking about specifically. They, Are you talking they about the re- very first gameplay trailer? Mm-mm, no, I'm talking about the one that the most recent one they've released. Yeah, that's the one where he's flying there, isn't I, it? I didn't remember that. I thought, the, I thought that trailer he, started well, off. Well, it's, it's it originally it's, it's, the trailer's in Japanese, and you see Sora talking to uh, uh, Zimnus, uh, or actually, I guess, yeah, Zimnus, outside of the um, <laughs> mansion say, in Twilight Town. Yeah, I was gonna say don't don't you also you gotta watch some Z names in this game. You gonna yeah. say a spoiler? <laughs> but you, you know my point. So, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is that, dude, if the game, think about it, if the game comes out next year, it's five years. Five year development is not that weird for a game. It's just the fact that they, for you, it seems like it's just the fact that they talked about it from the beginning of development. But five years development is not that weird for a game, definitely because this is the first next gen Kingdom Hearts that there's been. Really think about it. I got to see this trailer I'm thinking of. Um, But, you know, I I, want to be super excited for this game. And I've seen. and this, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm with yeah, you. I, I forgot. Saying, okay. Well, you, um, I didn't picture it, but yeah, Olympus Coliseum World. Right, yeah. And um, it's just the whole thing of, I could only think about a game, I guess, and this, this is all up to personal, so it's going to be different based person to person to person, is that I see so much of it, I see enough of it, and then I don't see it for a while, or I see too much of it, and then I still don't get to play the game. You know, there's so many ways that they could do it of, here's a trailer, Three months later, here's a trailer. Three months later, trailer. You'll play the game in two years. It's like, are you serious? Why'd you do this? Why do you have this many trailers for a game that yeah, I'm going to play? Yeah, but Kingdom Hearts hasn't done that. And, that's what I'm saying. If it's 2020... Well, yeah, no, that's an issue, that's, but I guarantee that's a big you it's issue. And I really, I'm excited to see post-recording what was it, what ends up happening tomorrow at D23. Man, we picked up... Well, I, this, this was a topic idea I did have. I stumbled across... <laughs> Because I, I remembered, I remembered that um, well, matter, still, Neil Gaff thread. The topic is still important I in, in terms D3. of what it's about. But with, with D twenty three happening, anything can happen, man. I mean, D twenty three. I didn't even know what that was. It's fine until you told me. But okay, so with that being said, though, with all this new information coming, is the game still a disappointment to you if it releases late next no, year? No, Kingdom Hearts three was just an example. I'm, I'm, oh, I know, but I'm just using it as an example of a game. Yeah. That, now, it, 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 where's that? Where's that line for you? Because if, it, if why, it, does Death Stranding not bother you? That we're, no, because I'm, I don't know anything about the game. I already seen gameplay footage of Kingdom Hearts three. I already know the story of that game. I don't know anything about Death Stranding. Well, okay, but then some of that comes just from the fact that it's a franchise. You're, you know the story of Kingdom Hearts three because you know exactly what they're heading towards. Right. Well, and see, that's the thing is that. So, do you think it's the fact that this is a sequel that's killing it for you? No, because Final Fantasy 15 was kind of like that. Where I Man, had it's a sequel. You know there. what Final Fantasy is. But I didn't know like what the story and stuff was. Well, yeah, but you still and, know. And it, you do have a point where it could be that I do know that the gameplay is going to be. And I do know, you know, I, had, I don't I don't know what Kingdom Hearts, the story could be. It could be branching to what I hope it is, but it could be going a completely. Dude, it could go anywhere. 360. It could but, go anywhere. Um, it could be that I, I know what Kingdom Hearts is. And it's a, it's a series near and dear to my heart. But even then, games like... The Last Guardian, where it's like I loved Shadow, still kind of like my excitement kind of went just straight down. And then I was trying to think of a more relevant game, and uh, I can't really think of one that's that's like that. That's my personal favorite kind of series. Uh, Detroit's one I'm really looking forward to, but yet uh, the one I can't get excited for 
because of the date, but I don't have an experience or personal life or experience with that game. Yeah, I got Kingdom you. Hearts though, where love franchise, Final Fantasy, love tra- franchise. And then, have you played any of the Quantic Dream games? You didn't play. Be- I still haven't played Beyond or uh, or Heavy Rain, uh, right? Heavy Rain, or yeah. Quanti- or I mean, if I you want to go further back, Indigo Prophecy. I did play Indigo Prophecy. Okay. Okay. The bathroom scene was weird in that game. The game is the very bathroom odd. scene is very disturbing to me. Bathroom um, scene in every one of their games is weird. I haven't well, played any of the other games. I didn't need to pick up. I want to pick up Heavy Rain specifically. But, um, yeah, I guess that's really it. Like, let us guys know, does hype kill games? Do long development cycles kill games? For you guys? Yeah. Brett I, has pretty much said not really for him. I, I I know my answer, but that's even when you said you wanted this to be a topic, I was like, okay, I get it. And I get where you're coming from. I'm not saying that. But it's just, it's not, for me, it's not the same. And, and maybe it's because of my personal, and so you could, you, my uh, personal ability to, to, to hamper things. Because I, I automatically Keeping do your hypes under the level, though, that's kind of cheating. Because I get so excited for Kingdom Hearts, I just can't Dude, stop. D- d- you don't... Come on, man. And then, see, and then that's... Hold on. You, you, you know me. I know. I'm just saying, though. You know how much Dude. Kingdom Hearts means to me. My daughter so, is named Kyrie. I was going to say... Would, I fought for this. Would you not be disappointed if they said 2020, if they did get released in tomorrow? I'm, hold on. I'm not saying I wouldn't be disappointed, but it's not, ham- it's not keeping me... It's not me, keeping your excitement down. It's not keeping me that from being excited killed, to play the game. That would kill me, man. If I if it said 2020, or like, God forbid, 2120... Because you want to know what I would do? I'd be like, 2020, that kind of sucks. I'm just going to play through all the Kingdom Hearts games <laughs> for the meantime. Oh, I, can't, I can't do that. I'll get serious fatigued. Well, you do. I don't, dude. I play through all. I'm, I guarantee you, I'm playing. Well, there one. Are, there are games. Like I'm playing Last of Us. I play yearly. Well, guarantee you, I'm playing one. As soon as I get done, I guarantee you, I'm gonna be like, might as well play Chain of Memories. I'm gonna beat. Chain well, that's of, different. Hold on, I'm gonna beat Chain of Memories. I'm gonna go. Might as well play two. Yeah, that's different. Though. <laughs> might as well play Birth by Sleep. Because like playing those games once. Might a year, as well that's play fine. Dream Drop Distance. Might as well play replay zero point two. No, serious fatigue though is like. That's something you experience. Pokemon, yeah. But okay, so one, one real quick before we exit out the episode, hopefully you can keep this down. And I think you had time to kind of sit on it. I am curious, and I'm sure some of the listeners are because I, I think some people wanted to know your opinion specifically. What are some of the things you want in the PS5? Oh, for last episode, um, as one of my biggest features this year or this year, this generation, is this the fact and I'm holding up my phone for audio listeners is the fact that I have the PlayStation app on my phone mm-hmm. and you can just. Bam, download stuff. I was I was sitting in bed last night playing Breath of the Wild. Destiny Beta 2 or Destiny 2 Beta was like, hey, you know, do all this. Download the best uh, Destiny Beta on my PS4, yeah. on my phone. Yeah. I have used this feature so many times where I'm out and about or I'm at work and a game comes out and I'm like, you know what? Let me download it real quick. Throw my phone in my pocket. I'm going to get home. My game's there. Perfect. And, I love it. And see, and that goes. That feature that, better come back. And, okay. And digital versus physical. That's a whole topic for its other thing. For you? That's a whole different topic for well, me. Oh, but what I'm saying, okay, so for you, because that, that was one of Dan's questions too, But and whenever he said I was like, Saul plays a lot more digital games than I do. To That's be, a very big difference for me. Depends. I don't use that feature because I don't, a, buy, I don't I hardly ever buy If it's a games. loved The only game. time I use that feature is whenever I keep forgetting to download the, the PS Plus titles when I'm at home, and I'll remember, and I'm on my phone, I'm like, let me download those. And I don't even download them. I just purchase well, them. Well, and see, my whole thing is, is that uh, I still... It's gotten less and less throughout the years. So probably by the end of next year, I probably won't be. But um, I'm a big, big collector. I like having the games physically. Now it's gotten to pretty much where I don't care about that unless it's a franchise I love. So Destiny, I'm going to get physically. I got Final Fantasy twelve physically. And then, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be physical. Yeah. But if it's a game like Elite Dangerous 
or what other game was it lately? Uh, I, Star Wars Battlefront, the first one, that doesn't really count, though. I got that on sale for like $10. Um, Personal but, value is what it comes down to me. It's that I have control and I can sell it and I can do it. And I don't sell it. It's, the, it's, the, it's mine. I own it. it. Right. And think about it. You borrowed the Surge from me. Right. If you bought the Surge and I wanted to borrow from you, I couldn't. If you bought it that way. Yeah, I guess so. And, yeah. and, and I mean, and that's the thing. It's, just, it's control. And don't be wrong. I don't normally let people borrow games. I have to really trust people. But that's it. I like the the personal value, but and see, I don't I don't think I have anybody in my life that uh, would want to borrow a game because we typically have different uh, gaming styles. So you know, I don't know if there's a game I have that you'd want to borrow, or but, if I'd buy that. But you'd there's plenty borrow. of games I have that you want to buy. So it's uh, I just I was saying I have a, I have more of a unique style. Uh, not you, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. It's the games I, I tend to play are games that you would want to play, but then you play the games I would still play. Yeah, I don't know because I like turn-based games and you hate turn-based games, and that's what it. Really I don't is. hate turn-based games. I prefer real time. We've had this conversation. There are plenty of turn-based games I love. That's what twelve does so good. You can do either or. Oh, I know. Trust me. You can do either or. You can do either or technically in in fifteen if you turn on the wait. Oh uh, wait, well yeah, that's what some it is. people that's really what, use it for that. That's what it is in twelve. But anyway, we have gone on entirely too long. This is like this an been hour a super rant episode. I don't know how long it's been, uh, but either way. I, oh yeah, it's been a, an hour and twenty one minutes, <laughs> and probably like ten minutes of banter of the mics before then. So yeah, probably yeah. about an hour and fifteen. So this has been Triangle Squared episode sixteen. 15. I hate you so. You're the worst co-host I've it's episode sixteen. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's I love you. D- don't let the words of hate. I'm back your though. Ears. But that was my earlobe. <laughs> Audio listeners hate us. So. With that being said, is there any final words you want to have, or are you just glad to be back from the dead? I'm just glad to be alive. Okay. And playing 12 and... Until next week, this has been Triangle Squared. Episode 16. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, (laughs) chicken dinner. Thank you.